Welcome to WST Podcast, Big Ben and K. Wayne, coming to you live on No Filter Network. If you're not watching us live, that's understandable. It's Saturday morning, kids are watching cartoons, you might be a little hung, you might be eating that third breakfast burrito from, from uh, Taco Bell. But you have us, Big Ben and K. Wynn, talking rant and rave NBA style. Do we Are we going to call it style NBA? NBA rant and rave. We're in the midst of the playoffs. But, K. Wynn, I got something. Let's hear it. This is going to be one of our user, listener questions in which you can submit rants and raves to wstpodcast at gmail.com. Talk about them live. We'll make this segment. You know, it's funny. It's when I brought this segment idea to the board of directors. So like, I've never heard of rant and rave. What is that? Interesting. Well, so I kick her intern. I'm like, hey, go figure out, you know, is Seattle the only one that does a rant and rave? This is the most passive aggressive city in the country. So yes, it turned out that there are three other newspapers that effectively do a rant and rave, but we are going to do it here on WSD podcast. So WSD podcast show at gmail.com. Submit your rants, submit your raves. Okay. When are you ready? I'm ready. Coming into this, I was prepping for NBA, but after watching the Mavericks blow that 20 point lead, I have a couple MLB rants. That's why I have my pod hat on. So I'm going NBA, but I got a couple MLB rants for you too. Okay, before you do, let me just set the stage for rant and rave. So rant is something that just you despise, something that's wrong, something, an issue that you saw going on in front of you. And then a rave is something where you're allotting someone for something they did or something you saw, a good deed and so forth. So let me give you an example. This was actually in the Seattle Seattle Times. It was a rant and a rave. So a rave to all the pickleball players. If you didn't know, Washington is now, pickleball is like our, our sport, our state sport, which is just we weird. We played at your bachelor party where I dominated i know the irony there is weird right like we play literally didn't go out we just played pickleball and now it's the state sport and i'm i don't think i played once Rant i played till like all... three in the morning jen's like are you it's all right ridiculous. your voice is sore i was like i know i was screaming screaming at what i was like pickleball tournament till three in the morning <laughs> and then here's the rant side of it unsolicited advice from from stamp people that are standing by or playing other courts. People don't want unsolicited advice. Let me be horrible. So that's the passive aggressive nature of rant and raves here in Seattle. Let me give you a contrast. Here's a Boston rant that I think you'd hear to the guy who cut me off at 92nd and Logan in Foxborough. Enjoy your life with dentures. Meaning I'm pretty sure, like I said, we're the only city that does rants and raves because everyone else just takes it out in real life i don't like you i'm going to tell you to your face here you have to submit it to the seattle times and hope they publish it okay you get the concept i get the concept we might be the only podcast that rant and raves let's get it all right you lead all right i'm gonna stick with nba because that's what we set this podcast up for this week it was the nba draft lottery on tuesday This week, it was also the NBA Western Conference playoffs and the Eastern Conference playoffs. Here is my rant. If your NBA team has not made the NBA playoffs in 16 seasons, you need a new team. 
I'm talking about the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> Their playoff drought is teenage. It is so old it can drive at 16 years of age. <laughs> it's probably driving a Honda because it's a tier three city. The Kings playoff drought, it's two years away from being legally able to vote. 18 years. <laughs> There's my rant. I'm tired of the Kings. New team. So you're saying just wipe the team, move them, or just rename them? I'm not the Sacramento saying Queens. Because the professional team that has a bigger playoff drought in baseball is in your oh, city, the okay. Seattle Mariners. So I think we we'll stick right. with them. Here's my hot take, Big Ben. Actually, before I give you my hot take, let me tell you what was going on in 2006, the last time the Kings made the playoffs. I was just graduating out of college. <laughs> that was one. Another one, Kobe Bryant scored 81 against the Toronto Raptors in January of 2006. Google rest in peace. bought YouTube for a billion dollars. Everyone thought that was a mistake. Everyone is wrong. And Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead's Man Chest, Casino Royale, and Da Vinci Code were all box office hits in 2006. So here's my hot take. Who will make the playoffs first and break the drought? The Kings or your beloved Seattle Mariners? Well, look at this. Look at it this way. There is now, what, seven teams that makes a, from each division in the playoffs? Are we talking baseball? For, 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 for baseball? So let's, are, let me I go to my notes. I think that's seven out yeah. of 16. So you have roughly a 40% chance. In the NBA, there's eight. Eight from no, 16. no, 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 no. The NBA's got 10, 10 on each side. There's 20, oh, yeah, 20 out of 30. There's your there's your answer. I think the Kings somehow slide sniff their way in. Mitch Hanniger can't stay healthy, um, unfortunately. Okay, I get your rant. I love the analogies. Here's mine the game, and this this comes from I called my buddy Brooke. I said, Brooke, give me a rant and rave about NBA. Oh, this is going to be good. I love Brooke. I'll give you the rant. The game's gone soft. Where are the enforcers? Where are the guys where if you come in the lane, Rudy Gobert is not an enforcer. Uh, He's he's handing out baguettes with, with, with jam. He's not enforcing anything in the lane. But think about it this way. Charles Oakley, Bill Lambeer, and then my favorite, the x Man. Xavier McDaniel, who used to play for the Sonics, bald head probably since he was 13, shined it up every night, ready to go, laced them up tight. He was okay when he's 6'7, 220. Yeah. He wouldn't sniff the NBA today at all. But there he was, had a great career, he had a purpose. Don't come in the lane, keep guys off of Kemp, Peyton, Hersey, Hawkins, Detlef, Shrimp. Game's gone soft. There's no one like that today in the NBA. That's my rant. Give give me some enforcers back in the NBA. Some guys that, you know, just grind. That you know, the guys that set good screens. You know, the guys that go up, box out, get rebounds, offensive boards. No one, no one like that around today. If you if you're watching the Mavericks Warriors game, the Mavericks play five out. Luca has the ball. Keebler's their center that shoots threes, or it's Beatrice. And the Warriors are similar. They go small ball at times. Draymond's the center. And you're right. It's become more of an up-tempo, finesse shooting game than in the 80s and the 90s when it was grind them out, bad boys. Talk about Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambeer. They beat you up inside. And another 
the Indiana Pacers. Remember they had the Davis brothers? Those oh, guys were physical. Ooh. But not anymore. The game has gone soft. I'm with you on that rant. Pink shoes, green shoes, all this stuff. Come on. Okay. You're up, my friend. I want to go to... It might be a rant or a rave. I'm not really sure. You want me to determine? I want you to determine. Okay. Right now, there is a big trial. Johnny Depp is filing $50 million defamation of character lawsuit against his ex-wife, Amber Heard. Okay. And today, Where are we going with this? on the behalf of Eric Hosmer, Big Ben and Kay Wynn are filing a defamation of character on the San Diego media. They wrote him off on that big $144 million contract. He's hitting 330. He's top 10 in the major league on base percentage, RBIs, and hits. He's batting fourth. He's batting third, actually, now. He's protecting Manny Machado. He's on pace, 300 average, 20 home runs, 100 RBIs, and there's no Tatis. Those numbers might go up. Hosmer is leading the second place pods. They're only second because the Dodgers have an all-star team. They're going to make the playoffs, and it's all because of E. Haas. Defamation of character. Is that a that's rant a, or a rave? That, that's a rant. Now, I'll give him a rave. Okay. Eric Hosmer is personally my favorite. He, he is... If there was a comp for me in baseball and I was left-handed, um, trimmed my beard a little more, had really good hand-eye coordination, I would be Eric Hosmer. Not only that, he is the one guy. Remember Andre Karolinko that used to give his wife like a free pass once a year? Oh, yeah. He's my wife's free pass. Wow. Sure. So Hosmer has a direct impact on this family. Not only that, he actually threw me a ball. So I, I got a lot of love for Hosmer. At the end of that game, we actually saw him walking through the um, – we were going out for fireworks. And I said, Char, here's your chance. Wave him down. He's probably staying at the uh, Silver Cloud next door. You got it. She you couldn't talk. So Hosmer – I got a question. Yeah. Did Hosmer throw you the ball or Shar the ball? Um, I might have been the one to catch it and give it to her really quick because she had the Royals gear on. But no, Hosmer is a stud. I would say that's Hosmer's in a good spot from going from San or from Kansas City to San Diego. And you're right, he's stepping up. He's uh, he's a stud. All right, let me give it to a rave. Let's go. I'll, I'll keep it to the NBA shoe game. Ooh. There are 19. I thought it was 18, but it turns out to be 19 signature shoes. Right. Remember back in the day, all you could really get at Jordan's, like GP had a signature shoe, which was sweet. The Grandma Ma's. Ooh, LJ. I think D, I don't know if D Brown's pumps were necessarily signature. Shaq. Shacks, but no one wore size 18 or like snow boots. You could have used Shaq shoes if you're going snowboarding. The AIs, Alan Iverson's were sick. Like you had, but they were all with different, like, you know, Reeboks was still around. Fila had Grant Hill. Um, but I, I say it this way. The shoe game has continued to be, be really good. And I think what we'll see, and Gordon Howard has a signature shoe, but there's more like off-brand off shoes coming. Remember when Shaq told the stories, like the, this mom came up to me and said, my son can't afford your shoes. So he turned to Kmart and started selling the Shaqs out of Kmart. 
unfortunately that's not happening today all these shoes are like 100 200 so i have a rave there's opportunity out there for a player to come out and say i'm gonna do the same thing Shaq did offer a great shoe at a low cost partner with you don't have to do it with nike that would draw down their prices but do with someone else yeah rant and rave shoe game in the nba like it love it rant rave just lower the cost a little make it more affordable for the people who can buy it because a lot of people exactly want to play in the shoes of their favorite player or their favorite players, but they can't afford it. Look good, feel good, play good. Yeah. Right? I mean, Chuck T's were like, what, $20 back in the day? Now they're even $80. Could you, Chuck T's could you, imagine, could you imagine the margin in Chuck T's? They were like a flat sole of rubber and some freaking, you know, like a, the little sticker on the side was probably the highest cost thing for him to put on. Those things cost five bucks to make, but would sell them for 30 yeah, I get you. Chuck T's aren't scalable. Those are used to do deadlifts at the gym now, I guess. Can you imagine trying to guard Steph Curry and Chuck T's? <laughs> you look Ankle like a duck, Waddley, though. Yes. 90% of the NBA is out with ankle injuries. <laughs> All right, I got, I'm going back, MLB rave, and I got an NBA rant. MLB rave just came up this morning. Adley Rutschman is making his Major League ba- debut for the Baltimore Orioles. Why is this important? Because Adley was the 2017, I believe, number one overall pick for the Baltimore Orioles out of Sherwood High School in Oregon. In 2016, the Mariners drafted him, but he did not sign. He went to Oregon State. He won a national championship in 2017 or 16. Player of the Year in 17, and also our intern just sent me this note. He was a place kicker on the Bees football team his freshman no. year. Adley Rushman did it all, making his major league debut tonight in Baltimore. Corvallis gets slept on in terms of college cities. It's a phenomenal area, a ton of research going on. The Bees are oddly, they're like the sister school to Washington State, you know, Oregon and Washington. Um, they got the, the chainsaw, boom, boom. and then mm. is it Pat Casey who ran like two decades of just re- really yeah. good players down on Oregon State. Barney came out of Oregon State. A lot of good players Michael came out of Oregon Arno State. came out. Yeah, Chad Johnson, like good receivers, Brandon Cooks. Kind of an odd school, but, you know, orange and black, I guess. Um, I like it. Rushman. Rushman, catcher still? Richmond catcher. And – if you were going to create a player in video game baseball, you would ha- create a player like Adley Rutschman. They say he's the best catching prospect since Buster Posey in 2007. Switch hitting catcher. He can hit for average. He can hit for power. He can block the ball. He can receive the ball. He's got a strong arm. He can do it all. Last year in AA and AAA, he had 320 with 20 home runs. He's ready to perform. Pick him up in your fantasy league. Are you and Brooks still playing? Uh, we are. I'm sure he went for like 400 bucks. We're not playing that much to hunting down. All right. I got a rant and a rave with the NBA. I'm going to rave for the G League. I looked at the cities where these, these teams are playing. Palm Springs, Greensboro, Erie, Indiana. Or is it Erie, Michigan? I don't know. Long Island's got a team. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Like That is awesome. I think there. I actually went to a Boise Hawks game once. and saw Abdul Gadi sitting on the bench. Was it was ironic? But but um, Abdul Gadi was like a number. What up? 
went to Bellarmine. He was like the number one prospect or coming out that year and didn't do well and translate. They, they to the said he was game. like the next Mike Bibby because he went to Arizona, didn't pan yeah. out, and then he transferred. Didn't didn't pan out. He was he was in Boise sitting on the bench. No, but what I'm saying is these communities get to watch potentially future NBA players, which is which is great. My rant is that a lot, and then you have the G League Ignite. You got a lot of these kids chasing money now over education. And you've seen, like, I forget who was the most recent Tyler Lockett in the NFL, but players going back and graduating from college. And I think for every Jalen Green and Kamunga, there's going to be kids that miss that opportunity to go go play in college, right? Then they're flushed overseas. And a lot of what you don't learn out in the world is how to save money, how to invest, how how to, you know, interview, do a resume. So where I'm going with this is it's great, but for these kids that are skipping college to go straight to the G League or G League Ignite, I think they're I think we're missing out on seeing them in college, I guess, right? There used to be the one and done's. Well now there's a feeder school or or you know, you can go play in the G League, I guess. I don't know how to solve the problem, but I'd rather see a guy play at Murray State than, you know, and get the team to the to the final or the tournament than, you know, being Erie, Indiana, where those people in Erie, Indiana are going to get to watch them, but we're never going to see them on TV. We're never going to see them on TV. I mean, every kid's got his own situation and his right to make a choice. So I respect that, but I do miss out on these kids playing in March Madness, playing in the tournament, developing a system, developing on their own. And if they want to make money, they could just go play for Jimbo at Texas A&M. And for everyone in football. <laughs> No, it's Miami now. Miami's giving four hundred grand to come sign and play basketball. It's ridiculous. That's a topic for another day. Topic for another day, but you're right. All right, I got a rant and a rave. It's kind of long-winded, so bear with me. Jalen Ivey out of Purdue will be the best player in this year's draft class in terms of his NBA career. 6'3", 6'4", combo guard. He's got speed and athletic ability. And if you know what translates in the NBA, it's speed and athletic ability. Look at John Morant. Look at John Wall, like early on John Wall. Russell Wells. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. So he is going to be the best player. Now here is my rant. The Kings, who moved up to number four, they're not going to get Chet. They're not going to get Paulo. They're not going to get Jabari Smith. So it's going to be the number four pick. And the last couple of years, they've drafted guards, Halliburton and Davion Mitchell to prepare with or to um, pair with DeAndre Fox. So they're like, do we draft another guard? Do we draft another guard? They are going to pass on Ivy. They're going to go for either Keegan Murray from Iowa or Mark Williams, I believe, from Duke. And it's going to come back to bite them because that playoff drought might be able to drive a car at a very discounted rate at 25 years because they're going to miss a Jalen Ivey. That's my rant. Uh, I, so I, I think I posed a question to you not long ago about the Kings and what do you do? It, it, you're right. It's a mess. Do you remember when Minnesota drafted like three point guards yeah. in that draft? Ahead of Steph Curry? Two of them? I mean, we did, we did just, we, we did talk about the game you know, becoming smaller, right? Maybe you can operate with two guys that can handle the ball, bring the ball up. That's not a bad idea this day and age, distribute. But you need shooters, right? I think the, the things they've missed on is you don't have tried 
Buddy Heald, I think he gone. Right? I don't follow Sacramento B, but yeah, he's gone. So you don't have shooters to pair with a guy that can get in the lane, right? Drive and kick. So I agree with you. There is probably, I don't think the Kings absolutely, they have no idea what they're doing. None no. whatsoever. None. So we'll see. I, 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 the lottery is, if you're Paulo Chet or uh, uh, Paulo or Chet, when you watch those, yeah, when you saw Orlando, Houston, yeah, you're going shit. I'm screwed. Um, yeah. But again, now the Magic have the number one pick. Are they going to pick back to back Zags? Or is it going to be Suggs with his high school teammate, Chet? That would I don't be their high school teammates, but they played AAU ball together. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I got a rant. Let's hear it. The affordability of actually going to an NBA game. Actually, this rant's twofold. Okay. The affordability of actually going to an NBA game. Right now, it costs. I can't afford YouTube. them. That's why I go to G League games. Exactly. That's that's why probably the G League's still around. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, it's two hundred bucks to get in the game, a playoff game. $200. And I think the NBA has become not necessarily so soft, but kind of, you watch that. The Golden State Warriors game is a good depiction of kind of what's what sells these day and age. The splash bullets shooting threes, right? Um, Draymond's one of the star players. He has like 6.6 rebounds, four assists. Like it, it's, but where I'm going with this, I saw a guy with his phone with a portable charger and his iPhone cord strummed up to it. So he could document like the entire game, right? You got people going that kind of are there for the experience, you know, rather than kids going um, that really want to watch the game, right? Play the game. So my rant is the affordability of the game. And the NBA has, I don't, there's an article recently about, China has like a $10 billion opportunity from the NBA because it's so widely known. So where I'm going is the second part of this is go look at the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA finals last year. That was forgotten the day after the finals were over. Like no one remembers who won that championship. Absolutely. You look at the most successful franchises, it's Boston, LA. In fact, I saw, I heard, saw another article where, the Sonics are the only team outside of Texas and California to win an NBA champ or to go the NBA championship from the Western Conference. Or excuse me, win the NBA cha- win, championship. Went yeah. to to win because Phoenix has been, I think. But yeah, there's Utah just went, Utah lost. So where I'm going with this is you look at you look at Major League Baseball and you look at the big the big money. I guess cities, New York's, Boston's, so forth, LA's, they're buying teams. And I think that's what's going to, if it doesn't get, you know, we, once was duos, now it's trios, now it's, you know, you got, you're, someone's going to be able to put together the dream team, more or less, the right amount of money, max contracts and so forth. So I guess my rant is let's, Let's level the playing field a bit. We've tried to do that in salary cap, but guys are going to go where they want to go. There's recruiting, there's banana boats and all this stuff. Like, I feel like there should be a redraft of all the NBA players before the season. And let's, let's do it that way. Presti, the reason Presti got so lauded when he was at OKC is OKC wasn't even supposed to sniff the NBA finals and they actually went one year. 
Like he's done. He's the Billy Bean of, of the NBA, but you know, look where they are. If you don't have people paying two hundred dollars to come in the turnstile, you're not going to be able to afford any big name NBA stars, or else you're not going to make money. It's just the way it is. Well, after the Warriors win this year, I want Memphis to break the mold on that. They've got a billion dollar owner. He says he's going to keep their core intact. If he can keep their core intact. They have a window. I mean, it's a small window, but they have a window. And I hope there's more owners out there who will pay for the players in a small market team. Because most people own a team. It's like, I'm going to own a team to own a team. But they don't Sacramento. max. Yeah, they don't max contracts. They don't do deals. They don't go over the yeah. luxury tax. All the things that you do in New York, LA, Chicago, and the Bay to win a championship. Yeah. It's kind of, it's full circle here. Playoff drought. There's a reason Seattle's had a playoff drought. I mean, we could have all the money in the world. It's just necessarily there's some sales aspect, right? Do you want to come live here? Do you want to come play here? Are you proven winner, right? Go ask Robinson Cano how his time was in Seattle. He's like, I already forgot about it. You know, <laughs> Felix Hernandez is is like the only guy who probably sits there and be like, man, I could have probably gone one elsewhere, but I'm loyal. Yeah. So you you, you don't have that in today's NBA. You got guys jumping around for the most money, max contracts. You know, winnings winnings become secondary. Rant and rave, wspodcast at gmail.com. Give us your own rant and rave opinion page. Download, subscribe, Close. listen. Check us out on nofilter.net or wherever you get your podcasts. Five-star review us. And look at us on Twitter and Instagram at WST underscore podcast. And on that note, I got to go wake up my dog, Theo. Boom. Oh. Good stuff. Better.